It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 107, The Sea Devils. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is quite a bit. Are you ready? Hey, welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, we are talking to you, or at least I'm talking to you, as the gentle New Jersey snow... Uh, covers this uh, cesspool of a county. I'm talking about you, Mom, of the county. <laughs> In a light dusting, uh, the devil's dandruff. Um, Dan, how how uh, how are you today on this uh, Sunday of all Sundays? I am doing quite well. Uh, we too are getting uh, a a uh, smattering. With, yeah, no, it's, it's big, fluffy, uh, glow in the dark uh, snowflakes coming here in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, because we've had a lot of snow, and uh, if you're anything like me, every day is painful because uh, your back hurts all the time from all the okay. heavy lifting of the shovels. Uh, but we're not here to Welcome talk about... Welcome to your snowcast. Yeah, we're not here to talk uh, about is... snowcasts. We're here to talk about we're WandaVision. Not... What's happening yeah. oh. in, the, in the world of WandaVision? Are you watching it or not? Uh, of course I am. I, yes. I'm a big fan. I like it I a lot. It. I, I love it. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. very good. They were they were wise to release the first two episodes back to back on the same drop them at the same time and then do the weekly thing. I think it was it's great, even though I want it all at once because now it's getting really crazy, like the the plots building up and I guess I, yeah, I guess I knew that you were talking about it because the the twins and all that. It's kind of anyway. It's so interesting. I love yeah, it, it makes and, me want to. I am not. Uh, I'm obviously a comic book fan. Wait, obviously. Wait, how do you? Mean? Uh, 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 but. The period of time, like when I hit my mid twenties, I would say I sort of fell off and I didn't yeah. get back into it again until my late twenties. So it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a big window that I wasn't involved, but I feel like I missed, and at least especially at that time, I was reading, I wasn't really reading Marvel stuff or anything. But so I missed like right. all of the Brian Michael Bendis era of Marvel. You know, I never read Alias, uh, which is what, you know, Jessica Jones came from and all that. And I never read Avengers Disassembled and I never read House of M. Uh, But now I really want to because it seems like all of a lot of WandaVision is being drawn from that particular storyline. And while we're talking about it, which is very interesting, uh, I'm just going to railroad right over you, Dan. I found a um, Elizabeth Olsen interview from the Avengers Age of Ultron press tour where they ask her and they're like, hey, what, what would you like to see happen with uh, with Wanda in the future? And she specifically mentions the House of M storyline and about, but actually, I don't want to spoil it because if anybody hasn't either read House of M or is watching the show, but you can Google that if you can find it. It's kind of, she sort of predicts uh, what is, seems like is happening on the current show way back Whenever that movie came out, but you were going to say something, Dan. No, I, I was just going to say I did the exact thing that the publisher was hoping I would do. I had started a free one-week trial of the 
Marvel, Marvel app where you can just read everything because I wanted to read some of the, the old stories. I actually wanted to read um, uh, Young Avengers. Um, I just read a lot of good stuff about it. Um, you know, prominent queer characters in it, which is really cool. Um, but then I didn't really realize that Wiccan was, and spoilers, uh, the son of uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. There you go. Uh, which is kind of cool, and then twin brother thing. So that's all kind of come together. Which you know, you and I were talking about that a little bit. It's like, well, what the hell's happening? So now I got to go back and read House of Dumb. Yeah, so I don't. I, I already paid for a month, and I I had I set a reminder to cancel it, and then I just didn't do it. I'm like, ah. Eh, well, keep if you it yeah, if you so keep now, it, now go read it. If you I keep it, you should probably read House of M. Or if you M. really want to go back, I believe the Avengers disassembled sets up what occurs in House of M. But it's also like I'm also very old school, so it's like for me, I don't think these are spoilers. This is stories that are that are um, decades old. But decades. like it's like oh, Quicksilver and Wanda are the children of Magneto. That's how I always right, right. knew it. But I think since like in modern uh, Marvel, that's no longer the case. Like they're not. So I think that maybe that's been changed. Like in, they're always changing stuff. Do you mean? Like in modern Marvel, as in the cinema, as in like the as last. As, when I say modern or, Marvel, I'm referring to the last thirty years. Because uh, for <laughs> me, true. it's like you know the '90s and then the 2000s is sort of the end of of what I realize, and then whatever it happened after that is considered Marvel. Decades. And now we're in 2021, and we're talking about at least 20 years between now and 2000. But that's a whole other. Well, the reason I Topic. ask is because, like, it, it's it's interesting. So, in the most recent episode, spoilers. This is not that show, so you shouldn't really care, listener. Um, but well, don't uh, say anything. Well, I don't want to spoil the the, uh, the, per, the the person that shows at the end. Yeah. Uh, there's a reference to recasting the person. Yes. So there's the thing. You know, I think I think you gave a little too much away. Well, but the, the, I mean, the person, whatever. It's it doesn't fine. Say. But I, it's I, fine. I wonder it's how much of that Stanley. plays Ghost into the, the whole, um, you know. Sony owning X Men for a while, while Marvel was building up the Avengers. Well, so that's, that's why well, they to put, Dan, Dan, Dan. It was Fox you're talking about. You're Fox, talking about I'm Fox sorry. having the film Spider-Man rights was Sony, right? with Sony. Yes, that's right. Yeah. How dare anyway, you? Anyway, I'm sorry. I retract everything. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was just wondering, is that like, is, is that why the Magneto things haven't come up in the movies with? Uh, Maximov. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Spoiler uh, thing. We will, we will skip ahead. I'll put the show notes uh, <laughs> when you can skip to the actual really Doctor Who uh, thing. But yeah, we will lock down spoilers really so we can is, talk. We will spoil WandaVision 100%. So you better fast forward if you haven't seen it. Okay. So to what I think you were saying was that's why. Yes, that's why. A couple of things. So they yes. uh, undid her being a mutant. In the movies, because Marvel didn't yeah. have the rights to the, the film rights to mutants, right? Uh, so which is why there was the like Infinity a big stone instead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's a big push to the Inhumans and all of that kind of stuff. Whatever. Which I don't know anything about the Inhumans, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's just... like a thing where, and there's like a um, what's the stuff? You get exposed to this Terrigen mist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That creates. They were this doing power. a lot but of that's that like, on uh, Black of Shield. Bolt. Was a lot of Inhumans. Agents yeah. of Shield was that. That was like a, a a thing came from Jack Kirby years and years ago, and they kept trying, like delaying it, and trying to get it to work, and and since then, every once in a while, there'll be a big push for Inhumans, but it never seemed to really. It's not as good. 
catch. Although I like the characters that like Medusa's cool. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, go on. So saying. yeah, so that's why you don't have Magneto um, right. mentioned or that you know, they don't talk really about it, but it's sort of they like open in a way. But right. in in WandaVision, I think for me it was like, oh, this is amazing because she has pulled the Quicksilver from the mm -hmm. X-Men universe. Yep. Physically pulled him yep. into this universe, which is right. going to create all sorts of problems, which is going to introduce Doctor Strange, is going to have to stop the multiverse of madness, which is going to allow them to bring in... So this in... is what that's setting up, is, is now, I think, that, now that... Well, you think, theoretically, right. now that everything's under the same roof, they can start crossing these things over, and in order to rectify everything between the two different, or three different production studios, Sony, Fox, and Marvel... Now this—that's what the whole Age of Madness is going to help solve. Yeah, bring yeah, these and it, into alignment. Plus, there's a whole multiverse thing, right? And plus, Marvel there's stuff that's with happening with Spider-Man, with all those multiverse right. things happening. But I think within Marvel, this is a good gateway to allow uh, mutants to exist because they never right. mentioned mutants before. Right. There's like some reference. I can't remember Submariner if he's technically a mutant, but there is one of those movies, Endgame or uh, Infinity War. They talk about like someone in the sea creating a tidal wave or something, which I was like, oh, that's how they're going to get to Namor, right. whether or not he bring, brings in it. But I th anyway, they never yeah, mentioned yeah, mutants yeah. before. This is probably a way, as opposed to her being recasting her brother, which itself is like a meta thing about well, that's, TV that's I mean. shows that's how they anyway, it but it show. also yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. works. Um, I like that. Speaking of the sea, Eric. We should, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Speaking of, wait, perhaps the sea. Uh, good, good uh, tag, Dan, to to talk about the devils uh, that exist in that sea. That Thank was pretty you impressive. For Dan. bearing with us as we stumbled our way back. To <laughs> yeah, and I could have honestly, I could have, I could have gone on a lot longer. And if you read House of M, too, there's like, I should read House of M. I haven't even read House of M, but I've seen like the, people have said, oh. Uh, Wanda says this in House of M, and what if she says the opposite of what she says in the comic to get a different thing, and then it makes the thing, uh, and then there's like the witch and whatever. It's all fine. Everything's good. Let's let's hit that button and get us out of uh, angering all of our fans. Ready? Yep. Just about to test it. Mm, I've seen things like that in a modern art exhibition. You don't honestly think you can transmit with it, do you? Certainly I do. I'll prove it to you. Right, here it goes. Hey there, early birds. We've got a wonderful batch of discs for you this morning. So don't feel isolated and cut off from the world. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we've got something just for you. Hey, that was my favorite DJ. I think I must have got my wires crossed. This is the Sea Devils, Dan. This is the third serial from the ninth season, lucky number nine, uh, of uh, everyone's favorite classic uh, science fiction series, Doctor Who. Uh, this is coming to us from 1972, and it was written by Malcolm Hulk, who we've seen now a few times, mm -hmm. and directed by Michael E. Bryant, old, uh, old crazy Bryant. What's he up to? Oh, get him a couple of hours of stock footage of uh, uh, the military, the Navy. Uh, see what he, see oh, what he well. runs with. Um, 
Yeah, this is a story about the uh, Pertwee Doctor uh, who finds himself uh, with access to the Queen's uh, Navy. And they can do any number of scenes, and there's real Navy people and lots of exterior shots. And it's a wonderful adventure in which the <laughs> Master as a prisoner is somehow involved with the Bermuda Triangle-like disappearance of ships and i didn't write this so let's just get right to the thing and you can just <laughs> tell me uh, tell me what you thought of it dan let's just start there let's just let's oh just and joe's that. uh joe's here and what? joe uh joe's with us oh i miss joe grant well yes, i mean joe grant. That, that's a highlight of the whole thing um it was a fine story oh. uh i was quite impressed with um the variety of of settings the quality of the production design uh, when you're inside that floating uh fort the floating decommissioned fort. fortress yeah. thing um uh the claustrophobia that they were able to uh, introduce there while still making it feel like a a large area but still tightly compact like that felt re really great um all the different scenes on the bases i didn't know until afterwards that they actually had gotten uh, her majesty's royal navy to uh cooperate enthusiastically with them so a lot of uh, extras were, uh, in fact, mm -hmm. uh, military personnel, which was kind of cool. So that kind of lent a, a bit more um, uh, grandeur and scope to having that access. Uh, but then on the downside, the sea devils looked like ass. They were just <laughs> some of the worst costumes. And I'm talking about costumes. Like, they just yeah, like, yeah. put them in fishnet. They were wearing teal fishnet. Um, and the... That, the prosthetics, the head, the mask, it looked like it was being, the mouth was being operated by a string. Uh, it it was horrible. Um, <laughs> it just really upsetting. I don't know why it bothers me so much. You really, sound like really it's upsetting. like, I feel like we, we all should be uh, drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes sitting in a circle with the way you're explaining. Well, I, I just need to share. <laughs> I got really messed up. I uh, started hanging out with these. Guys, they lived underwater. I don't they even know how nets. I got with them. They They're related to these cool. other guys that live underground. They're the same species, but they look totally different. Why do they talk so slow? So slow and so quiet. An um, improvement. But, I mean, eventually I'll cover my thing. But no, I don't. felt like the slow talking, quiet talking was a big improvement yes. from the last time that we saw him, saw them with, I forget, it was, was it uh, Troughton? I can't remember. It was like one of the old black and white ones, I remember, and it was really painful how slow uh, the talking was, but go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, we saw them, the first time we see Sea Devils was in the Fifth Doctor story. No, Wars but we, um, the, the uh, what's the other you name? You mean the Silurians, though. Yeah, but they're the same, right? Well, they say they're, they're the same related, race, but there's I mean, different. They're related, I mean. Yeah, they I say they're the know. same race, but there's different like species within that race, right? right? But I guess, but they I talk mean, the same. It's like not, it, it was a painful, yes. uh, slow whisper that yes. you're like, I just can't, I can't do better. it anymore. This is better. Um, yeah, and then well, we didn't even talk about this. We have the master. We have the master all the way through. And yeah, we do. Um, for once, the cover art for the show um, showing the master at the very beginning wasn't a spoiler because that's how the whole thing starts off, which was mm. good. Um, so the master is imprisoned after the events of the demons. Um, when he you know, took over a town and they, they've now uh, imprisoned him or think they've imprisoned him. He's actually run on the show there um, with, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, his hypnotism that kind of seems to work sometimes. And then other times just he can't do it at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing with that, yeah, the thing with that is I feel like when I saw that, I was like, you know, it kind of made me really dislike the psychic paper that was introduced later yeah. because it, yeah. it completely undermines his great ability that the master has to be the master over you. Like that's, you know, that sort of his, his shtick where he can look you in the eye and for some reason the doctor doesn't realize that's what he's known for and he just leaves them with, with uh, you know, army guys or navy guys or whatever for him to just take over, whatever. whatever. Well, they do but, that a lot. I mean, that's that's the psychic paper thing, the whole yeah, conceit but like, of, but of once you have the psychic like, paper, Right, once you have the psychic paper, like that is like, well, everything. okay, I could just do it with this psychic paper I bought at the novelty, sci-fi novelty shop where I can do the same thing as you and pretend I'm someone else instead of him doing the, uh, you don't need to see my identification. Well, what I was going right. to say is, is it's so strange because I agree with that. Um, it's so strange because the entire conceit of, of, the, of this run is that he doesn't have access to the TARDIS. They wanted to completely take away that thing so they could focus on other areas, just like they de-emphasized the Sonic for a long time uh, because it became a, a crutch. Um, so it feels like with the master, the hypnotism is kind of the same thing. Like, did trade it off one thing and then just relied on another thing as a crutch. Um, but the, the fact that it's so wildly inconsistent um, in this story is kind of strange. But eh, yeah. whatever. Anyway, anyway. So that's that's the basic step. You got Joe. She is lovely. I love the uh, their chemistry is is fantastic. I'm sure I've mentioned this once or three thousand times before, but I, I like this pairing. Overall, so fun. Uh, Eric, what are your impressions of this uh, story Well, overall? to lead off, I will say, I just looked up, like, a Silurian appearances, and I can't find anything before Pertwee, and I have this weird memory of, like, Trouton in some kind of underground cave dealing with turtle-looking people that all talk the same way, and it was very slow and whispery. And maybe I made that up. Maybe that doesn't exist. Maybe there's another Doctor Who villain that also talks slow. I think that's, that's an what underground is, yeah. thing that I assumed were Celerians. Who knows? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it does, I, hey, I, what are the dangers of doing this out of order? You, you yes, it's all it's all fine. It's and plus half the, half of my brain is going like because I, I love the X Men, so I'm trying always waiting Still trying to bring it back, <laughs> waiting for uh, Magneto to show up. Uh, so um, I loved this story. I thought the Sea Devil, all six parts, were great. Was I liked it a lot more than I thought I was probably going to like it. I thought the music yeah. was amazing. Like Let's it's got this really that. avant-garde sort of off-kilter musical score, and the um, music cues I thought were very smart. I thought the directing was great. There's lots of weird close-up shots of like people's um, mouth, like their teeth, and just like yeah. it's just very very strange. Um, I like how the doctor conducts himself like he's bribing dudes for their boat. Like when he's leaving, he's leaving the thing. He's like, hey, if I give you five bucks, why don't you go find out where Joe Grant is? And then he gets in his, his boat and he sort of steals it. And then she does the same thing. Yeah. I love Joe Grant. And I feel like the first couple of times we reviewed Doctor Who stories uh, with her, I, 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 it, I think it took me a little bit to... To warm to her but now i love her i think she's great and truth be told i also follow her on twitter and she seems like such an amazing kind generous person no i think nice. it's probably colored my opinion but i just like her i think she's just yeah. she does a really good job uh with the character and i think my earlier criticisms were hers i felt like there was a lot of screaming 
she sort of was falling back into that screaming role, which was yeah. such like a hard contrast to East Berlin's who preceded her. So maybe there was some of that was was what I was turned off by. She didn't really do that at all in this storyline at all. At she all. was completely self-possessed. Self, yeah, awesome. She just had like yeah. she just had like a really good. Um, her characterizations were great. I yeah, thought yeah. the sound design, aside from the uh, music score, which we'll talk about, we should probably talk about separately. For sure, was just the the use of like echo when you're in the the fort and the mm -hmm. characters are talking. It's echoey, and you really feel like you're contained, yeah, and you're yeah. trapped, and you're isolated. And all of the exterior and the lighting stuff for that was, was great. Yeah. yeah, I mean they have they ha obviously you mentioned like the Royal Navy is all about the production so they have access to hovercrafts you see the hovercraft several times mm -hmm. you see real uh navy soldiers and everything and they so actually just, killed people i mean it was yeah the, real people were murdered I mean, they were you know homeless or, or uh, drug drug addict people it's they were fine. privates they, to, they were they had to clean <laughs> up the streets uh but it was it, it had great exterior shots the whole thing was was uh good i like the master um I like Wonderful. how he's visited like Hannibal Lecter, like it's time yeah. for us to talk and he's behind <laughs> his glass thing. and he's sliding the, the case files over. Uh, yep. So that that was cool. There's a weird thing that happens when the doctor sees uh, the master on the t the television, which has a Venetian blind. Venetian blinds, or yeah, <laughs> slatted blinds in front of it. I guess yeah. we'll talk about that. And he <laughs> mentions him being overweight. Or he says like something like, he's "I feel like he weight. put on some weight." And then the next time you see the master, he's exercising. Uh, <laughs> At least on like an exercise bike, or he's doing like uh, a rowing machine. It was, I thought I was like, "What it's one is of those, that?" It's one of those bands that you wrap around themselves, and they yeah, just yeah. Shoot, like. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, "Oh, because we are constantly jumping around." I was like, "Is this the first time we got Del Delgado? It's Delgado, right? Is that his it name?" It is Delgado. Yeah. yeah. Is that, I'm like, Correct. is this the first time? And that's a joke no. because it's not the. But no, we no. see we saw him earlier in um, Terror of the Autons. Uh, I think it was just a joke because he's been in prison for however long. It's yeah, it was just been, weird. So. It was weird, but and then they strange. did they did the the workout. I liked the. I'm sorry. But wait, hang on, hang on. He was working out though in a full turtleneck. <laughs> yes. It was like the whole. It was very strange. <laughs> yeah. like you might as well have been in a cravat with like ruffly lace. So yeah. Like, just awesome, and I don't remember how he got fits. caught. And I guess maybe he got caught at the end of Terror of the Autons. Was that the previous time we had last no, no, seen no, him? No, no, no. It was or? the the demons. The demons. Uh, okay. I can't yeah, remember. They took how over that the ended. whole town with the Maypole celebration. Yeah, they run over him with right. Bessie. That's that right. Yeah. Um, the blonde military lady. Yes. Every scene that she's in, she's in the middle of a call, and she hangs up the phone, and then the scene starts. Like she's always talking, and then someone comes in and she hangs the phone up real she's quick. Very, <laughs> she's actually. I kept she's waiting. Doing, she's doing waiting phone for that interviews to pay for off. a new job. She's doing a phone interview right. for a new job, and it's time. And how come when someone comes in, she's like, I can't, I can't talk now. It, oh. They kept doing it though, and I was like, oh, she's working with someone. At, like, oh, so I thought wow. it was like yeah. a, a, she was a, a double agent or no, it was just like that was the action that she took, and it was like every single time. That she was on, I thought that was uh, a maybe little bit she's interesting. Maybe uh, she's working for Shield. She just at the same time. Yeah, maybe she was work. She's trying to get a job at a company that designs doorless cars because they seem to have. Uh, I like that. For, at a steel. <laughs> Those are yeah, pretty good. Like, oh, the doorless car um, that can't be comfortable. Uh, let's at jump all. back. Let's jump back to the to the music because it plays the such a blind? huge role. Okay. Yeah, well, we can do that too. But the the music, <laughs> not just the incidental music, but but the way that it was used. So so I didn't realized why it was at the time little reading after the fact tells me 
uh, the internet tells me, so it must yep. be true, that the the budget for this story was astronomical. So they were looking for ways to cut back. Um, so instead of doing their normal uh, commission for a film score, they decided to have the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, who created the theme, do the score for this one. So it's a... Uh, Malcolm Clark did this uh, this score for it, and and what's what's interesting to me is it's not just the incidental music, which is you know just the kind of music that carries you between scenes or like conveys the emotion, but it was to the point where it was cartoony. Like anytime Liz was like, there was one scene she was outside and she's coming to it's towards the end. The doctor and the master. You mean are, Joe? Are, I'm sorry. Yes. What did okay. I say? Liz. You yeah, said I Liz. Meant Joe. Yeah. I meant Joe. Um, the doctor and the master are in that uh, supply area. Uh, the doctor's supposedly helping the master yes, build yeah. the machine, um, and and uh, Joe is creeping around the outside. And as she's walking, like every step is a bleep blop bleep blop bleep. Yes, bleep. Like, yes, yeah. Every and she's going down <laughs> up and down the the ladder, and it's 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 cartoony. It's not I loved it. Just though. music. Yeah. I, it's strange. I'm not sure if I liked it or disliked it. it. It became distracting, but it was also interesting and kind of funny at the same time i'm not sure i felt like it just gave the whole thing like a weird unearthly feel i i didn't see it as a com like it didn't make me laugh or anything i just felt like it was like oh this is like a weird strange like a head trip like take two of these and then we're gonna get on a boat um I thought that was I, I thought that was cool, but yeah, okay. you're right. Like that, the way that they used it for for each step, I can it see just how felt you different than. So it wasn't a straight like okay. Instead of using like a full you know woodwind and yep. grass and whatever section that we normally use, we're just going to do it this way. But it wasn't that. It was it was also it was different instruments. It was electronic and done in a way that just felt overall strange and different. And yeah, and I know. I mean, and, and it's fine. Like I think a lot of people would agree with you, Eric, that this is kind of iconic. Um, and something I really liked. For no, me, I it, loved it, and I thought it, it worked. Felt distracting and and just way out of character, and maybe not, maybe not the right appropriate. Doing this type of score might have made more sense in a different story to me because this didn't feel like the kind of story that re- would benefit from it. But I, 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 what I would push back there was I felt like Don't the you di- dare. I'm pushing Don't back, you- Dan. I felt like the director and the music were working together. Like there's. Mm. When when the one of the ministers comes in and he's demanding from the woman that's trying to get another job, probably why she's trying to get another job, that he wants yeah. more toast. Like he keeps yeah. wanting more. To- like there's these little moments that are just strange, but yeah. like he's eating his marmalade toast and the cat and the, and it just goes to this right extreme here. close up of his yeah. mouth eating marmalade. Like yeah, well he was it, saying something about how uh, war is always murder, and it was just like this really weird, like animalistic yes. shot of him. Yeah, like, it was just. Ripping but like the 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 mute the, the weird off kilter music was matched by these weird off kilter uh, close ups and angles and stuff. And, right, and, right. But it didn't so it feel pretentious in a way I, that seemed intentional. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. I felt it 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 worked as sort of like an arty type okay. thing without feeling pretentious or. You know, weird. It just felt like I don't know. It was more into my vibe. Dan, I was vibing on it more. But You're I want to talk hard. about Hannibal Lecter again because I'm Please looking do. through my notes, and I made the comment like, "Oh, it was like Hannibal Lecter." But yep. they also both use the pretend you're dead with the face of your enemy That's to get so out true. of the situation. Remember, like the the master has the. Does the exact same thing does. that Hannibal Lecter does, where they're rushing the body out, and then they they reveal the face 
Now, in this case, it looks like it's a it's not a, the severed face yeah, uh, of his skin enemy. Of it is, and then like I was like, oh, like did when did he make that mask? And then I was like, well, I guess he always like, has a mask. He always has a master mask in his back, kind of like um, to go. like Zartan that had like the uh, inside the actor's studio James Lipton mask. I remember yep. that little Zartan figure you'd get the GI Joe, and then it came with a um, a James Lipton's face. <laughs> <laughs> No idea what I'm talking you, about. You you dreamt that one. Uh, no, you're you're right. That is that is funny. It's actually it's actually the opposite because Hannibal Lecter put that skin mask on in order to get out in, instead. Yeah. So Hannibal Lecter put dark. it put his, the guy's face over it. Right. Whereas the master reverse, reversed it. The, do, the master put it on. But the clearly, other guy. this I was an influence think, uh, on Thomas influence. Hardy. Is that the uh, writer of the Hannibal Lecter series. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think totally who stole is it, it from this. Who is it? Not Thomas Hardy. No, Thomas Hardy's the actor. Yeah. He, it's oh, Thomas he also something. wrote all of this. It's <laughs> all Thomas. It all relates to Thomas. No, who is that? Uh, uh, Red Dragon. It's um guy. Thomas something, right? Sure. Doesn't matter. No. We, Jonathan we uh, Demi uh, made the movie. I can just tell you that. I can tell you that, guys. Tom, Thomas, Thomas Harris. Harris. Tommy Harris, Harris was, as we used to I call. I was pretty it. close. Come on, folks. Give me, give me. Uh, anyway, so but I, I the the um that whole mask scene situation I thought was awesome. With the hovercraft, though, I just I'm sorry. It does make so much more sense knowing after the fact that they, that they had, had the military's it. cooperation. Yeah. But it's like, how bring the it back. Fudge, did they get a, a hovercraft? And which is also another it. reference to GI Joe because there is the big hovercraft toy, which you can go back to Zartan and then you can get right back to the uh, actor studio mask. So it's all connecting, Dan. Every reference uh, references another reference. So who's the Baroness in this one? I'm not sure. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. So we get that <laughs> classic line uh, when yep. the Doctor is ready to end his life and the master's life by reversing the polarity of the neutron flow and they're both yeah. in their prison and they're like we're gonna die right now unless you and i get out of here of so which they like eject themselves and then they're just floating in the water yeah like, it was, was like I, it was a little I convenient love, I, that they got picked up the way they did i would love to have been there for production the day when the both of them had to put on those big suits <laughs> and just float around in the sea that they must have do you think they loved it or hated it the two of them having uh, to just like bob around and pull their helmets off so they could wave so that like they must have drank so much it must seawater. Have been pretty cold. It was probably yeah. freezing. It must I love have been it. Pretty cool. I like um, it. I, I felt like as a six part or two, which is already like that's pushing like our limits of what we can handle. I didn't I didn't <laughs> poor ever brains. I didn't ever feel like Oh God! I got to make it through it. Like I, I actually enjoyed. No, yeah, it was fun the whole way through. All of it, and I watched one part one night and five parts uh, the other day. I watched them all back to back to back to back the way God intended. Yep. Um. So there's some fun things that happen here. We get we get Pertwee in his Pertwee ness. Pertwee est. Uh, of uh, we got the Venusian uh, judo going on. Yeah, you get some judo but chops. We, a bunch, which is a lot of fun. But we also get a sword fight. So yeah. right outside of where the master's being kept prisoner, there's just cutlasses on the walls for anyone to have a sword fight <laughs> if the mood strikes them. Yes. <laughs> so they just have a nice impromptu duel uh, in the middle of the, it, was, which is super fun. I, I mean, I love seeing them do this. It's as implausible as it could possibly be that Pertwee's an action star. Um, but he uh, loves hello, it, hello, Liam Neeson. Um, he he is so into it. Uh, it's it's fun to see. So to get that that kind of character, so I always forget how much I love Pertwee. I really, yeah, he's I really great. Do 
Um, he, they have these moments, and they do this with all the doctors, where they temper the fact that the doctor is this um, ancient, smart, you know, genius level, able to kind of do anything, talk his way out of any situation. But they they leaven that with his um, his weird flex of him of what I was gonna say of his weird flex when uh, J- Joe is hungry and they bring her sandwiches. I was she, gonna bring that he up takes too. the sandwiches from her just because he can, offers them to everyone else, everyone and then else gives them back. Nothing left. It was like that was a strange. He like uh, ate okay. three in a row really fast and just <laughs> yes. like scarfed them down and then. Uh, but first he yelled at her. He's like, "What do you think this is a picnic?" Picnic. And then, and then he, he eats, eats them, them and then he offers them to everyone else, and so then he gives them back. Like it just seems so she like knows that. who's it's, in charge. It's that where he that and his uh, was that his what you bumble. were gonna say? Well, <laughs> those types of moments, those moments where he is also kind of silly and bumbling um, right. when they're on that fort ship um, in the ocean and they don't have a way to communicate, so they're gonna take the. Uh, broadcast system and reverse it so that it can be a transceiver and he I like that screws part. it up and it sparks like those moments um he his facial expression he's so expressive um so he has those moments he has those warm yeah. moments with joe when it's even like he does something like this but then in, with the with the the picnic sandwiches but then in other moments it's just a look or a smile that he gives her and you just like it's it, yeah they have they have a good chemistry in such a way that is so beautiful i think he, he's I, I really enjoy his performance and there's like an there's nice moments like when she thinks he's dead and then like oh yes the running up to to him on the beach and like all of that works i thought it worked really well yeah um i was gonna say oh yeah the i want to get back to the venetian blinds a little bit Actually, i want to get back Please. to the venetian blinds and i also want to talk a little bit about the uh command is a commander or whatever the guy that's that's working with the master secretly yes um well first of the venetian blinds like come on why, why do like, they even need that thing and then they and it, the first time you see it it's not so bad the right. second time you see the close-up you literally see the strings the strings yeah. like why did they let the, i don't know it felt like it was like come on yeah you yeah. could have just had to turn on like you didn't need the the venetian blinds aspect of it uh, right. but that, that's a, that's that's a minor a nitpick he, he was strange why is the guy working with the master i mean i understand that there's missing boats and the master convinces him that it's a foreign enemy mm-hmm. so he's gonna help him but why the cloak and dagger secrecy hiding it from the rest, Every, of the, military. the rest of the military that he's hiding it from the doctor you know when the doctor first comes and then he leaves and the guy comes in he's like ah we fooled him with all, but like why is he keeping any of it secret at all like why isn't he saying yeah no these are actually a foreign enemy that's like i didn't understand right why, right right w- what was the purpose of any of that i mean it, i don't know if they say this but the only thing i can imagine is that it's you know who knows who's been infiltrated? Who can you trust in the, the military? We're going to do this on our own. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, but I mean, they don't really maybe play to up some on level. That. No, they don't. It, because at first, I just assumed that this guy was under the thrall of the master through the hypnotism. Yeah, yes, but then it exactly. Wasn't at all, that. and he, he wasn't was his own free will, which I think yes. is better. Yes, and that that was what was you know it was like well okay if it's just going to be that just have him he is he can hypnotize people so right. he hypnotizes him but it's like no he was no. tricked. And he then he finds out later that he's been tricked. He's like, you said that, you know, because the master's real plan is to work with, um, you know, this group and have them destroy humans because he hates humans. And 
whatever. Uh, he really just wants to get that shower massager uh, ray gun because that's that's quite a thing to have. Oh man. Okay, so not not speaking <laughs> of that directly. It's like a sh- shower massager slash those old timey flash bulbs. If you wanted to get your picture taken, you want right, to get your right. your death photo taken. They look they look menacing. Um, I love the number of times that the doctor just kind of messes with the with the sea devils. Like yeah. So they're the first time that they're being uh, chased around that floating fortress ship, and they uh, barricade the door and the, the metal doors that they can't get in, and the the sea devils melting through the door, and he yeah. hooks it up to the the electricity and like shocks them, and the guy just like screams and goes running away. And then later, they're being chased on this on the beach with the landmines, and he's just fucking blowing landmines up in front of the guy over and over again. And he just again screams, from, like doesn't kill him. He just like messing. With, and I imagine it's the same sea devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poor guy's getting hazard pay. <laughs> Has to keep getting back. There's lots um, of lots of gunplay, you know, um, lots of shooting, and that seems to be a staple. Yeah. More of the more of the action spy stuff for the Pertwee error. But you have the doctor using a gun, and then he gives it away. Yeah. At one point, right? He, I think he uses the sea devil massager, he, he, and then yeah. he hands it to the guy after, uh, right? You know, because there's that whole other plot with there's the sub, and the guys that are in ties at one point, but then not in ties. Yeah, never, I, as a, as yeah. I, um, it was a very like, formal sub. Yeah. So the sub gets captured by the uh, sea devils, mm-hmm. and then the doctor's on, you know, working with that crew at one point. So a lot of like a lot of sort of things happening. You know the uh, as far as the story is, lots of lots of different little pieces. threads coming together. Yeah, but it all yeah. I thought it all worked. I thought so too. I mean, for for a six parter that really did have a lot yeah, going two on. Two hovercraft scenes. That's a you know that that alone. What happened? You paused. I know. I, I want to see. You're just thinking about go. the hovercraft. <laughs> I just want to see how long we can go with that. Uh, you feel free to edit that out. Sorry. Um, we both just realized, like, what are, <laughs> what we, are we Why doing? are we talking about why? hovercrafts again? What is happening? So, I don't know. Do you have, any, another, do you have anything else with uh, the story? Did we yeah, cover with the all story, we need to cover? One thing that I didn't quite understand, one thing, um, that the master needs the doctor to help him build this device that's going to be used to wake up all the other sea devils. This is just one group of sea devils that happen to get woken up because the that base in the ocean um, inadvertently awoke them or something like that. Close enough. Um, so he's helping he's helping them create a device that's going to wake up the rest of them. They're going to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. Um, the master had you know, sketched out the the circuitry, what he needed to build, and then was going to use the equipment at the military base in order to actually construct it. But for some reason, he needed the mass, the doctor's help to do this. So there's that part, and the fact that he trusted the doctor to help him actually construct it. I don't see, like, did I miss something? Why did the master trust that the doctor was actually going to help him build this device properly and not do what he obviously and ultimately did and create, like, a booby-trapped version that would... Right. Like I don't. Where was the motivation? Well, there? I mean, I, I the, missed that. The, I think you're supposed to just understand that the doctor is. I don't want to say better, but smarter at certain things that the master isn't when it comes to this technical stuff. Sure. And he knows he does need them. And on top of that, and I think more importantly, y- you establish that they used to be really good friends. 
Ah, so there's this like is the a first level time, of trust. Yeah, the that was doctor's the first time this is mentioned. This, yeah, the doctor says, you know, at one point when the master comes up, he, we used to be really close, and they talk about how they went to school together, school or whatever. Together, which right. I loved, and I'm sure people have explored that to death. But I would love to see the doctor and the master at school, kind of thing. Um, they see you. Sh- you see some of that in the in new. Yeah, I'm sure it's been uh, with the, like the schism and the the sound of the drums and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like that's that, so there is sort of an element of trust and betrayal, whatever happening. Yeah, that I guess. But it's weird, like right? Because then then when these Silurians come in, they're like, you know, they see say doubles. that they say the the quiet part loud, and they're like, do we kill him now? Like right before he's gonna right. And the, right, the, right. the master's like, no, not yet. Well, yeah, but he's cool. like he's standing right there. Uh, which was a little strange, but yeah, no. I mean, I hear what you're saying, feel but like, I feel like that's sort of. And it's not as though like the master was standing over his shoulder the entire time to make sure he wasn't doing anything fishy. Like he leaves the room, and that's when Joe comes over to the window. Like it just, I just for the master, this didn't. This seemed really out of character. And like, we saw that before, right? In another story with the master and the doctor working together. I know there's a big finish audio series. Um, about Davros, I believe, where Davros and the Doctor have to work together to build something. But did did we already see either in New Who or in some, one of the classics we reviewed them doing a similar type thing where they both have to work together to build something? I feel like that's a trope that, unless it is Davros, I and I'm just thinking no, of the Davros but it doesn't, story. No, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. Well, if you remember, if any, if this has happened before. Uh, please write us at uh, TODW Show on uh, Twitter sure. or wherever. But um, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's it's a pretty straightforward story. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. great. I rather enjoyed it. Rather, the doctor had like I had an LL Bean raincoat at one point, but I don't know what at what point he had it or why I wrote that down. Why you had to write that down? Well, I'm glad that you brought it up, though. That's, I am. That's glad. the important. Thank thing. God we got that out of the way. Yeah. Oh, and the, the end, ending is interesting, too, right? Because the Doctor spends most of the back half of this trying to broker a peace, peaceful deal. Yes. When there's a chance to kill one of these um, sea devils, you know, when he's with the sub crew, they yeah. shoot him. And he's like, damn, you didn't have to kill him. And then all of that builds up to the end where the Doctor literally kills all of them. You know, right. by reversing the polarity and then blowing them all. So it was kind of interesting to his entire goal is peaceful resolution. And, and he's yes. actually the one that kills all of them. I mean, Although I guess there's other pods that are asleep. You know, they talk about how there's different. That's what the master is building them, a, yeah. a laser that's supposed to awaken them. Uh, I didn't quite understand how they put themselves to sleep, but they don't know how to wake themselves up. Something broke. It's that's fine. yeah. Something so broken. The master's making his laser. Oh, speaking of the laser, the, uh, the Jewish space lasers. The, the, the Jewish space laser. That uh, yeah. No, but they're they're working <laughs> on uh, the laser, and the yeah. and the master's like, hey, let's try it out. And then the oh, yes. uh, doctor does the <laughs> the thing where uh, it's making the sound, which harms all, all of the sea devils, yep. Yep. and then it, it allows Joe and. Um, the other guy, I forget his name, to escape. Yep. And then they come in after they turn it off. He's like, oh, the input was in the output. Now, he's just guessing how long, how much time they need. Whatever. Right. Then they come in, 
And then he's like, oh, I had, I had the thing was wrong. And then they're like, is the, the laser ready? And at that point, he should say, no, we're just about to test it. And instead he goes, yeah, it's fine. Let's go. Right, right, like right. They make yeah, the plans yeah. to test it. They, they do it wrong, and they never test it. And it's like, sure, that just is take a- five minutes and make sure it works right now. You're 100%. Right that, is, that is a QA problem they really ought to address it. in the next sprint. <laughs> but what I was going to say is uh, they, they, he does this. It's obviously causing excruciating pain yeah, as evidenced by feeling. all of them putting their hands on their heads and wobbling around. Oh, by the way, they're still running down the beach. The, the sea devils are running down the beach, clutching their heads and still shooting their massagers <laughs> at people. Uh, one of them gets shot with a gun and does a forward flip and dies, which yeah. I thought was fabulous they good really job. didn't look that good, good job. but i did like but, the scene of them all that when the invasion happens and they're all coming out all of, like, six the of sea. them all six of them coming out yeah, of the water them. <laughs> but then there's there's hundreds of them on the anyway it's but uh, what i was gonna say is they're testing it they're <laughs> gripping their heads in anguish and then they come into the into the workshop area and they're like what did you do i guess it's fine oh, yeah, you it's just awful. messed up don't do it again right and that's the guy <laughs> so you, at that point you'd be like i don't want him working on this no, he doesn't seem like the best one. And the master doesn't pick up on the fact that he did it on purpose either. Or he doesn't no, seem like he no, does. He's like, not at all. oh, the input was in the output? Okay, that makes sense. That happens all the time. Who hasn't been there <sighs> putting the input well, Dan, in the output? Dan, now that we know what you thought of this and what <gasps> I thought of this, what, what is did this? Uh, the people think of this? I know we have at least two emails and maybe yeah. some tweets to do or... We, we got tweets, we got emails, um, and if you all want to get in touch with us, you can tweet at us at uh, TODW Show on the Twitters, and you can also email us at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail.com. Um, so, from our inbox, that the aforementioned Gmail address, we got two emails. First of all, um, our friend Chris C. writes, Hi gents, my thoughts on the Sea Devils. The incidental music created by Malcolm Clark for Sea Devils adds an eerie atmosphere unlike any other Third Doctor's episodes. Many critics at the time didn't like it, but for me, it worked. So I'm all the critics, because I'm on the fence about it, but you're just like our friend Christopher, Mm. Mr. Eric. Um, Other things I really liked and laughed over. uh, The Doctor's sword fight with the Master. Agreed. Super good. Uh, The best... Uh, cliffhanger episode two when the master throws a knife at the doctor's back oh that was good i like <laughs> yeah, that i forgot that and it's and he, and he, uh when it comes back it just kind of does the turn and the kind of mugs to the camera which i loved um next the doctor not being able to get enough of those little uh, the little tea sandwiches yeah, sorry i can't read english um it's my first language um yeah that was that was just he was gobbling him down and basically like spitting his way through his lines while trying to shove a finger sandwiches um, the bearded subcommander with the twitchy eye. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, the this towards the beginning, and he's like, "There, the sea devils are infiltrating one part of the submarine." And this guy, the guy in the tie, is listening. Is all he's getting back is static, and it's just a close up on his one twitchy eye, and he's, he's trying to listen to it. I actually noted that one. That was, I forgot about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, and what is with uh, Parliament Secretary Walker's first order of business being to chow down? I see some yeah, fat so that much could be cut out of the government's budget. Right. So much request for food. He just wants more and more toast. But I, yeah, and it was fun. I mean, it was it was a funny little scene, like and you know, playing for the 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 satire of it. But it's like a simple breakfast of like twenty items, yeah, um, yeah. which was really it was cute. Um, 
Christopher goes on to say, these are all gold, by the way, uh, the doctor navigating a landmine field with his trusty sonic screwdriver and laying over the not-so-sharp barbed wire so Joe could climb over him. Yeah, those are two good points. I think, you know, we just watched in War Games the sonic screwdriver actually being used as a screwdriver for mm -hmm. the first time ever. And now in this one, we're back to the screwdriver can kind of do yeah, anything. Yeah, kind of doing everything. But that is a good point. I forgot to mention, uh, we didn't even talk about the fact that the doctor threw his cape, like, didn't throw his cape down over the, the razor wire. He threw his body over the razor wire so Joe could climb over him. <laughs> that is chivalry, my friends. You should take a lesson. Um, which is great. Uh, the sea devil doing a flip when shot. Oh, you mentioned the same one. A sea devil doing a flip when shot. What a ham. Yeah. Hi, mom. I'm on TV. Totally. Yeah, that was great. I rewound it and watched <laughs> it a second time. because yeah. it, it was so good. Uh, the master's really bad rubber mask that always managed to fool everyone. Fair enough. Um, and it's an episode or two too long, but the Sea Devils is a shining example of Pertwee, Delgado, and Manning at their best together in this series. I agree with that. Yeah, that and is, I, I would say um, I mentioned it not uh, dragging. You could easily trim 10 minutes off the entire runtime just from Easy. the um, previously on build-up. Yeah. Like, you get at least a minute on each episode. Uh, yep. Of watching the end of the one before, much more, Absolutely. much more than you usually get. It's like, oh, we're going this far back. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's at least could have been a five parter, if not four. Yeah. And, and Chris signs off until the uh, polarity of the neutron flow is reversed. Yours truly, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher, for that Thank email. You, Christopher. That's, those are all great points. I'm glad that you did that because we didn't mention some important things. So that was great. Um, we have uh, another email, but this is going back a little bit uh, to War Games. This is from our friend Tim B. Uh, one thing I find cool is the fan speculation about what if Turlo didn't regenerate. Troughton. Oh, golly gee. Let's I try wish this it again. was Turlo that regenerated. I am so sorry. Let's try this again. <laughs> Tim B says. One thing I find cool is the fan speculation about what if Troughton didn't regenerate to Pertwee immediately uh -huh. at the end of War Games. What if the Time Lords kept Troughton and used him as a time agent and he had a ton more adventures? Some mm. fans use this to explain the timeline for Troughton we see in all the specials, Three Doctors, Five Doctors, Two Doctors, attached as a clip from BBC's TV comic magazine where Troughton adventures continue after the War Games. In these comics, he was exiled to Earth, but hadn't regenerated to Pertwee right away. Some fans have theories uh, that there could have been other Doctors between Troughton and Pertwee. Uh, there's even a full fan-made story with a different Doctor. Uh, look up Doctor Who Devious, uh, where, where they got Pertwee to come back and record a regeneration of, scene. I'm oh afraid of what would come up if you Google Doctor Who Devious. Oh, keep your safe search on. Yeah. Keep okay. your safe search. Um, do you guys enjoy this type of speculation, or is it too much? Uh, uh, Tim says, I love it, although I got to say the last season's Timeless Child plot really ruined these types of Doctor Who mm. mysteries and theories. Okay, still yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have not gotten yeah, yeah. We won't talk that about yet. that. Although I'm... Tim, 100% I'm, uh, on board with that. Two episodes? They spoiled the mysteries. Yeah, I'm two episodes away, I think. They spoiled oh, all the oh, mysteries yeah. with that. They, yeah, they, I know you they, were you not don't, You don't need to fill in all that stuff. But, Eric, do you like this type of uh, speculation, fan fiction yes. sort of areas? Yeah, yeah. I, I like explore? anything that is open-ended that allows you to sort of connect your own dots. I would much rather not know exactly how something is and be allowed to let my own sort of intuition sort of guide mm -hmm. me on what I think it means than something that's completely like, this is exactly it, and there's no wiggle room. 
Yeah, Whatever. yeah. So you- I think that makes sense. I mean, so I guess the speculation is the first time you never see Troughton change, right? So he's just you that just floating. See him start to regenerate. But yeah, you don't he's see doing him the, do the Queen cover yep. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> thing at the end, and then we yep. see the I believe the TARDIS materialize and Pertwee fall out. So any number of things could happen in between those two points. Yep. So that, yeah, that I think it's cool. interesting. Yeah, that would that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I like this. I, I I love that as much as I love the mythology, and as they start filling in pieces, I would rather they start expanding the mythology as opposed to filling in the missing pieces. In that way, you're actually closing down the mythology by yeah. by answering all the questions. Expand it by adding new questions and areas of exploration. That's why you're gonna find the timeless child. Very interesting. Can't wait. Like to the, you the Doctor Who devious thing sounds cool too. Is this something that full fan made story with a different yeah. Doctor? Okay, so that's a fan made story. I, I was wondering if it existed within this um, Doctor Who magazine because I, I never really read any of the Doctor Who comics, but yeah, no, I'm always curious, especially. And I know I think Alan Moore wrote some, I believe. Oh, really? Way, way, way back when. Um, yeah, I would. Oh. I would love to to check some of those out. I just haven't. I gotta buy myself some at some point. Very interesting. So those are the emails we got. We also got some uh, Twitter replies. Thank you, folks, for taking the time to reply to us there. That's T O D W Show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, just asking about what you all thought about the Sea Devils. Uh, Paul Paranoid says, growing up in the late '70s, that photo of the Sea Devils emerging from the water uh, in my Amazing World of Doctor Who book made me desperate to see this story one day. Uh, this is good, but nothing can live up to my childhood expectations for that iconic image. Uh, and then there's a Simpsons gift of the the Simpsons went there uh, about the the dolphins taking over the planet. I think that was a, a Halloween episode uh, from way back in the day. Um, yeah, I can imagine being very hyped about these uh, stories and not having access to them for yeah. decades, and then they finally are available on VHS and DVD and now streaming. Um, well, yeah, this particular story. The um, they were deleted, right? Was that the deal? I don't know if this is one of the. I didn't see I, that. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, the first couple, like this, was around the time they started erasing everything. Mm. And I think, uh, and I'll look this up and edit it out. I guess if I'm completely wrong, but I think okay. they erased some of the earlier ones. Got erased, and then they were able to get it from like a Canadian broadcast of the right. show, and then converted it back. Yep. over or whatever to, to sort of restore it but i think this was like the beginning of them being like just use that tape just that's where trout right. is just completely decimated like you know all of his stories but i think i'm just was, saying this is this, this is a children's show partially deleted tape over it no one cares it's a kid's show um brian on twitter says uh the weird 70s electronic screen track brian says yep the weird 70s electronic soundtrack made my dogs anxious but i thought it was cool (laughs) uh watching the sword fight late at night accompanied by that dated and incongruous electronica was like slipping into a strange dream i think you kind of said something similar there yeah well i i i thought it was uh, i didn't think it was dated i I think i would i would throw i I liked it well there you go eric still likes it even minutes later i think it's good uh i put it on right now i'm gonna i'm gonna start could you imagine like taking that soundtrack and then that's like some serial killer stuff where that's what you listen to like when you like walk yeah. walk down the street. Your whole world will change. Yeah. So that's what all of us should do. You find the soundtrack to this, put on yep. a pair of headphones and go shopping for, 
for uh, bread or something at the supermarket and see or knives, see, knives or maybe knives. go to the hardware see how store. the whole world looks so you can find. Uh, uh paul writes back to us again uh, about the unit time dating uh of it being set in the very early 80s is forever oh, I, for, when you first said unit time dating i thought it was like a speed dating thing. Like a speed dating app or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. For like members of unit, like if yeah. you're, you're trying to find, because you can't you know, get out because you're always. It's so hard. You're so yeah. busy. You so can, like go to you unit time about. dating. You guys, yeah. Hi, I'm the dating. brigadier. Like you just have like his. <laughs> yep. His uh, go on. Uh, Paul says unit speed <laughs> time dating uh, being set in the very, very early 80s is forever displaced by the master watching the clangers on the prison TV. Oh, yeah, that was so weird. Like, there's, and he thinks it's real, but but he's like, is this like an alien thing? And he's like, you know, that's a kid show. And then you're like, is this like a meta commentary on us watching this show? And they're like, you're watching a kid show. And he looks at the camera. That was like a weird thing. I don't know why you need to give the big wink to the camera, but that that seemed over the top. You're a grown Um, man. And I'm like, you're right. I should be doing other things. And then I take out my Walt Simonson Thor omnibus that I'm reading (laughs) late at night. It's because like, hey, this was written in 1983 for an eight-year-old boy. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah, I am loving it. It's fantastic. I bet it is. (laughs) Um, So he's watching a show called The Clangers, which we in America did not get, sadly. It looks like it was amazing. Um, As the show stopped being officially broadcast in 1972, repeats were not common in the 80s. Hold on. Wait. Can we pause again? I got to pause again on that. When you first saw the Clanger footage, were you like me where part of you was like, is this supposed to be alien footage that he's watching of actual aliens? Or is it supposed to be him watching a kid show? I thought it was supposed to be him watching a kids show. I just thought it was something that they whipped together real quick for Doctor Who as a kids show and not an actual show. Yeah, I thought maybe they were going to be the aliens in the show. And having seen the Sea Devils, it's not that far off. It could have been. I'm like, oh, is this? This has got to be him watching a kids. Or is this like the guy could have came in and said, "That's Satellite Six. We found them floating." Like it could have gone. Oh my god, it could have been Satellite Six though. That's good. Thanks. Um, what was that uh, Dreamcast game? Satellite something with the satellite uh, station with the, with the a... woman, and she had like uh, oh, Jet Set Radio t- and uh... Jet Set Radio. No, that's the one where they're on skates. Yeah, I love that game. That was not the same thing. Okay, uh, I don't know at this point. It doesn't. Who cares? <laughs> um, David Richardson on Twitter says, uh, "What's not to like? Pertwee, Joe, Sea Devils." Yeah, uh, the one and best master Delgado. I can't disagree with all of that. I I sign on to all those. He is my favorite master as well. Uh, that's what we got on the Twitter. So thank you very much for taking the time to write to us there. Um, you'll be able to see all the gifts that we post from this episode. Space uh, Channel Five. Space Channel Five. It was called. That's it. That's Space what Channel I'm five. thinking of. Not. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You guys can all relax now. Get off the, <laughs> the Google. You're good. Eric gave it to you. Um. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, anything right. else? Anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about um, Marvel at all? Do you want to talk? About... Probably, 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 uh, probably. Cool. Um, but I guess we, we don't want to we don't want to spoil it. But yeah, you should look up though. You should look up if you've watched Wandavision, and you sort of see where it's going. Check out uh, the the press tour interview from all the way back in Age of Ultron because it's very interesting to see. Uh, what she's and it's it makes you wonder like you know oh how much influence did she have like over the sh- storyline that they went with well um, how much did they have planned in advance that she was kind of aware well of? i get the sense that she's a fan of the material 
and not that she knew that's where they were going to go. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you want another 20 minutes on this? Or? It's fine. No, I think we're good. Okay. We're <laughs> good. Right. I will uh, send everybody, you that link, Like though. I said, you can uh, get us on Twitter at T-O-W Show. Same on Instagram. You can also email us at the old Doctor Who Show yeah, at gmail.com. Right. You can also call Eric on his cell phone. His phone number yeah, is Yeah, my phone number is 732. <laughs> no, I will not tell you my phone number, but you can if you want to help Eric out. You can pre-order my book uh, that's coming from me and Will Perkins. It's called Goblin. The window to order it from your local comic store is unfortunately closed, but that doesn't mean you still can't get it. You can certainly ask them. They can get it from Random House uh, Penguin, or you can go to Amazon, or you can go to Target, or you can go to your Or you can drop by Eric's house. But yeah, pre-order it. (laughs) If you have the $15, pre-order it, because the pre-orders are going to determine how much marketing money that they put behind it. So the more you pre-order it, Rather than waiting for it to come out, the better. And I understand it's a lot to ask, but it would uh, go a long way. Yeah, everybody yeah. get on that. Yeah. Yeah, if they think right. it's going to sell copies, then they'll, the whole world sucks because it's like you can't sell a lot of copies unless it's marketed, but they won't spend any money on marketing it unless you sell a lot of copies. So you're sort of stuck in, uh, stuck stuck in, in the middle with you. Me and Dan. <laughs> what? What's happened? What? I don't know. I don't know what's happened. We sort of, uh, I, I tried to self-promote, and I went right into the toilet. That's fine. It's all good. We're, we're good with that. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Well, until next time, um, I don't know. Yeah. Be good, I guess. Or, or not. Or don't. Or don't. Do we care? Live your life. You Live your best life. All right. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs> Just happened. I don't know what happened at the end, but I got very, I got very tired. It's morning When you knock for my door Oh